Welcome to the Overweighted Podcast, where we get real about the struggles of being obese and needing to lose a whole lot of weight. My name's Malika. I'm your host, weight loss mentor and coach. Join me on my personal weight loss journey to lose about 200 pounds. And as I share my very real experiences, plus some simple, successful and sustainable weight loss tips and mindset shifts so that we can mark lose weight off of our to do list for good. Hey, 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 hey. I hope you are having an amazing day. So we are going to talk about how you are rewarded for being fat. And yes, I'm using the F word again. I know it may trigger some of you, but um, let's get to a point where that word doesn't even affect us anymore. But I want to talk about how you are being rewarded for being fat, overweight, obese, big, whatever word you like to use. All right. And so I'm going to start off by reading this scripture. Let me share my screen as we get into this. Okay. So we are going to discuss this in regards to Romans 7, 15 through 20. And this is Paul writing to the Romans. I do not understand what I do for what I want to do. I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, then I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. And so we are going to talk in reference to this scripture and why you are rewarded for being fat and how you're rewarded for being overweight. And so let's get into this. And so Um, We're going to get back to this scripture in particular. This is weight loss, wellness, and the word. And so thank you so much for joining. So we're going to get back to that scripture in particular. But I want to talk about how we are rewarded in general for being overweight. And so if you think about it and, and also think about that scripture, like we are, if you're on a weight loss journey for any period of time, then you know the struggle of wanting to lose weight and maybe you're giving a plan, but you're not following through with that weight loss plan, or you start eating healthy, but then you quickly go back to uh, some of the unhealthy ways of eating. And so you're trying to do the things that you want to do to lose weight, but you may not be having some of the success that you want to have. You keep stopping, you keep going back to the old habits. And that is because your body and your mind are set up to reward you for staying fat and for staying overweight or obese. Like I said, whatever word you want to use for it, right? And so our brains are designed, and I'm going to get a little bit scientific here on us, but um, just track with me. So our brains are designed to keep us safe, to keep us comfortable, 
and to do things that are familiar to us. And so when you are trying to lose weight, you're trying to change up your normal daily habits. You're trying to do things differently, um, adopt new habits. You may be trying to eat new foods or a new way of eating. Maybe you're not eating as much junk food as you were before. And so that is very unsafe uncomfortable and unfamiliar for your brain. And so your brain does not like that. And it tries to rebel. It bucks against what you're trying to do. And so it really wants you to stay in the mode of doing the things that it feels safe doing, that it feels comfortable doing, and that's familiar to it. And so it's rewarding you for staying in that condition that you are trying so hard to get out of. And that's one of the reasons we have this fight when we are trying to lose weight because our brains want to keep us safe, comfortable, and familiar. And so it's just the way our beautiful brains were designed. Luckily, we can shift it to the other side when we are doing those uh, new habits and we make those new habits feel safe. We make those new habits feel comfortable. We make those new habits feel familiar. So we are able to shift into that. And we'll talk about that in a little bit here. But that is one of the ways that we are rewarded for staying fat because our brain wants to keep us that way because that's what's safe. That's what's comfortable. And that's what's familiar. So the second thing that's the second way that we're really rewarded for this is really just one of the laws of nature and the way that uh, things are set up. If you've ever heard of the law of inertia, so that is that an object in motion stays in motion and an object in rest will stay in rest unless there's some outside force that forces it to uh, change. So an object that is at rest, so maybe that's your body, maybe you sit all day, you're sedentary, um, you are more likely to stay at rest, right? And so unless there's some outside force causing you to get up and move. For some of you, maybe you work all day, and it's time to clock out. So that outside force causing you to move is because it's time to go and you want to go home, right? And so um, we are just even by that law of inertia have um, this reward system kind of in place in laws. It's really rewarding us to be lazy and stay lazy. Um, it's rewarding us for having a lack of energy. So um, if you don't normally have a lot of energy and you're just kind of laying around, well, just based on that law of inertia, you're going to typically just continue to lay around. And so there are some rewards there. If we look at cravings and emotional eating, there are rewards in doing those things. And I know, especially with emotional eating, it's like, well, how can this be um, something that's good? Well, I didn't necessarily say that it was something good, so to speak, but there are rewards in place for those things. And yes, there are consequences as well, but there are rewards and that's why we continue to do those things. So for instance, um, if you are turning to sweets when you are emotional or you're 
um, constantly having cravings and then you're giving into those cravings and having sweets. Well, there's that dopamine hit that we get from having sugar that we feel um, good in the moment. There's the temporary high that we get from the sugar and there's an actual biological response that we get from that. And so it's rewarding us for that behavior. The very thing that we don't want to keep on doing, we are getting rewarded for that. And so that is one of the ways that it is also rewarding us for staying fat or rewarding us for staying overweight. Because when we give into those cravings, when we uh, turn to food for emotional eating and things, then our bodies biologically get this hit that makes us feel really good, even though it's temporary in the moment. And so we are rewarded for that behavior, right? It's a, um, like behavior reward system that's going on. So one, our brains are rewarding us for keeping us um, overweight. Two, there's that law of inertia. Three, like I mentioned, there are the um, cravings and the emotional eating that's rewarding us. And also there are um, rewards that we may not even realize maybe subconsciously that are going on as well for not doing the things that we want to do in order to change to lose weight. So for instance, like I was saying with uh, being lazy, for instance, maybe you want to start exercising more, but you're just not finding the energy or wanting to get up and do it. One, there, there's yes, that law of inertia that I mentioned that an object at rest likes to stay at rest, but internally and like I said subconsciously there may be some rewards for you for being lazy and it doesn't mean that this is something on the forefront of your mind when you're doing it but maybe it the reward for being lazy is that you don't have to get up and do all the things right if you are just continuing to be lazy you get to lay around and be comfortable you don't have to be busy you don't have to be up moving around and sweating. You don't have to do all the housework and all the things, right? And so there is some reward for being lazy, right? And like I said, it doesn't mean that you are intentionally doing it, but it's subconsciously, it's something that may be going on for you of why you don't want to get up and move your body. Um, maybe like, for instance, I'll give a quick example with um, the summertime here. It was super, super hot, still is. I'm actually sweating right now, but um you know, in the summer, I did not want to go out and walk when I used to do like my morning walks because it was extremely hot. Even at 7 a.m., it was already really hot here. And so there was a reward for me to not go out and exercise. I wasn't going to have to be all sweaty going out um, and then um, being miserable while I was out there. So there was benefit to me being lazy and being at home in the A.C., Right. So that's just one quick example of what I'm saying there. So um, another thing, again, like you don't have to exert the extra energy. Right. So if you're not up and moving around, your body's not having to do extra work and exert extra energy um, for some people. And this is definitely not for everyone, but some people have like this victim mode or victim mentality that they are really stuck in. And so when they are stuck in their weight, um, there is a reward for them to stay stuck in that because that also, that helps to feed that victim mode that they have or that victim mentality that they have. So um, for instance, if they are people that may always say like, 
oh, I, I want to lose weight or, oh, um, I have so much pain in my back or I have so much pain in my feet or I have X, Y, Z issue going on, right? That may feed into that victim mindset that they have. And so that's like a reward for them for uh, subconsciously. And so them staying overweight, that is actually rewarding them and helping to feed that victim mentality and victim mindset that they have. So that's another way that they could be rewarded for being overweight. And another quick example also is, or another uh, part to this is that staying overweight may be rewarding you because you don't have to face some of the demons from your past, or you don't have to face and um, root up some of the past trauma, some of the past issues that you may have had going on before that maybe led you to being overweight. And so super quick example, one of the reasons that I started overeating was because it was a way for me to push people away. It was a way for me to really reject people before they had an opportunity to reject me. So um, if I, you know, was overeating and, and gained a lot of weight, well, then I wouldn't be attractive to people anymore anyway. So then they wouldn't come um, bothering me. I wouldn't have to be rejected by them. And it was an, an easy way for me to kind of push people away before I had an opportunity to feel rejected. So if we're talking about like, dating and in, in, in scenarios in this particular example, right? But as I, or maybe I just don't want to be hit on by men or whatever, right? But if I lose the weight, then now I have more of an opportunity to start being attractive to other people, uh, again, to where now I may find myself being hit on more often than I was before. And so that may stir up some, uh, past trauma, some um, past things that I have to start dealing with and start processing through in order to move forward. And so if I stayed stuck in my weight, then I wouldn't have to deal with those things, right? I wouldn't have to work on healing because I could just stay stuck in that weight. And so there's that reward there for staying fat, right? And so I hope that I hope that's making sense with that example. So sometimes staying in our weight is a way for us to not have to deal with the issues and heal so that we can move forward um, in life and be free from those things. And so we're rewarded by staying stuck. All right. So I hope that was really helpful. So what, what, do, what are we going to do about this? What can we do about it? How do we change it? So let me get back to the scripture. I'm going to go through the scripture again. Um, and we're going to go through uh, a couple quick things, but I really wanted to point out something here. And so it was Romans 7, 15 through 20. Okay, so this is the NIV version. And again, it says, I do not understand what I do for what I want to do. I do not do, but what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, then I agree that the law is good. And so he's talking about um, like the laws that they had before in uh, Old Testament times where they had to follow these specific laws, you know, with uh, to help them to not sin. Um, you guys know about the Ten Commandments, things like that, so that they had all these laws set up to help them so that they wouldn't sin. Or if they did sin, then there was atonement for for the sin. So that's what he's talking about here when he's mentioning the law. So as it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. And by the way, um, so when Jesus died uh, for our sins, 
and um, resurrected and ascended, he paid the ultimate price to, and he fulfilled the law for us. So we do not live under that law anymore. Um, we have, we are able to have Holy Spirit within us. And so we don't have to live under that law anymore. And we are no longer a slave to sin. So you see, he's talking about the sinful nature. But anyway, let me get through this. As it is, it is no longer I myself who did it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. And that's really the part I wanted to highlight. If you are wanting to do these things, you're wanting to change your life, you're wanting to get healthier, you're wanting to lose weight, and you're not able to do it. What Paul is saying here is that it is, and you're doing all the things you don't want to do. You're overeating, you're emotionally eating, you're giving into the cravings, you're sitting around being lazy, not doing the things. It is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. And so one of the things that we can do is recognize that it may be the sin of gluttony is one of the sins that it may be, um, leading us to do these things, right? If, and so one of the first things that you can do is first of all, repent for the sin of gluttony. And we will pray here at the end and we'll do that together. But you can ask for forgiveness and repent for the sin of gluttony uh, first and foremost. And also, and recognize in that, that you are submitting to that sin when you are doing that when you are doing those things that you don't want to do in regards to your weight loss journey. So you are submitting to the enemy when you are giving in to that sin of gluttony. So that's one of the things that we can do to recognize that. So first repent for that sin of gluttony. Um, and then also ask Holy Spirit to help you in this area. I know a lot of people may not even think to ask the Lord for help with their weight loss, for help with um, not giving in to cravings, but you have freedom in Christ. And so you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repent for the sin of gluttony, and then know that you are free and you have authority to walk out that freedom so that you do not have to um, fall into this sinful nature that is talking about here anymore. So repent and ask Holy Spirit to help you. And real quick, I also wanted to read the message version because I just love the way it reads before I stop screen sharing. So this is the same scripture in the message version. I can anticipate the response that is coming. I know that all God's commands are spiritual, but I'm not. Isn't this also your experience? Yes, I'm full of myself. After all, I've spent a long time in sin's prison. And that is because before you gave your life to Christ and accepted him as your Lord and Savior, once you do that, you are a new creature. And But before that, you were a slave to sin. So it was like you really had no choice. But once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, like I said, now you have the ability and the authority to be able to walk out that freedom in Christ. So before you were in sin's prison. So that's why he's saying, after all, I've spent a long time in sin's prison. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way 
but then I act another, doing things I absolutely despise, right? Those things um, like the emotional eating, the giving into the cravings, the sitting around when we actually want to try to get up and go um, and be more active, right? We're, we're doing those things that we absolutely despise. So if I can't be trusted to figure out what is best for myself and then do it, it becomes obvious that God's command is necessary. But I need something more. For if I know the law but still can't keep it, and if the power of sin within me keeps sabotaging my best intentions, I obviously need help. And so that uh, that too goes back to where I was saying, you know, they were under the law before Jesus died and, and uh, resurrected and ascended and fulfilled that law. So we needed Jesus to do that for us because we those laws were set up, but people would keep sinning, right? And people um, would keep doing the things that they were told not to do. God would command them to not do these things and they would still do them even when they didn't want to. And that's why it's saying in this version, I know the law, but I still can't keep it. And it's the power of sin within me that keeps sabotaging my best intentions. So obviously I need help. We need Jesus. And so, and luckily we now have Holy Spirit to help us through this. We need help. Otherwise we will keep sabotaging ourselves. And that's what a lot of us have been doing on our weight loss journeys. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Ooh, this is so good. Like when it comes to our weight loss journeys, right? Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. And so, like I said, we have an opportunity to walk out that freedom um, with Christ and also um, ask Holy Spirit to help us. So that is one thing that we can do. The other thing is, uh, if you remember when I was talking about the law of inertia, then I mentioned that um, a mass will stay in, if it's in motion, it will stay in motion. If it's at rest, it will stay at rest unless there's an outside force that changes that, right? And so are we are more likely to stay at rest unless there's some outside force that is going to change that for us. And so sometimes we need outside accountability to help us to do the things that we want to do on our weight loss journeys. Because like I said, we are being rewarded for doing the things that we don't want to do, sitting around, um, being comfortable in our old habits, those types of things. Our, our brains and our bodies are rewarding us for doing those things. So we need some outside force or outside accountability to help push us to change those things so that we can start adopting the new habits. We can help our brains to see that these new things are safe and familiar for us. And so that's where one coaching would come in to help us. Um, also, like I mentioned before, having Holy Spirit kind of nudge us and, and remind us of the things that we're trying to do to honor God and be free from the sin of gluttony as well. Um, having a community to um, encourage you and support you on your journey is another way to have that outside force uh, to help you. But it's really important for us to have 
some outside accountability to kind of counteract that law of inertia until we're able to develop that self-control more. And we know self-control is one of the fruit of the spirit. So at some point through Holy Spirit's help, we'll be able to um, develop that self-control more if we think of it kind of like a muscle and we may not need the accountability as much as we do in the beginning. In the beginning of your journey, you're going to probably need it a lot because um, you're you're so used to doing the things that you were doing before that got you in the state that you're in now where you're overweight and wanting to lose weight. And so you may need a lot of outside accountability in the beginning until you're able to develop the self-control more, and then you may not need it as often, or you may need it for some other new habits that you're trying to develop, but not necessarily as much as you did in the beginning. And so that is something else that you can do to help you to be able to do the things that you actually want to do on your weight loss journey. And one of the ways that I'm going to help you do that, I have the Weight Loss Like a Boss workshop coming up here. Actually, tomorrow evening we start and it will also be Saturday morning. And so we are starting Friday, October 6th at 7 p.m. and it's 7 to 9 on Friday and then 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday. And that is Eastern time. If you can't join us live, then there will be recordings for you to um, be able to go back and watch the recordings. But if you can make it live, I would love for you to join us live because I am going to actually be coaching you throughout this workshop. And so you'll see what it's like to have group coaching and private coaching with me. And so this is an opportunity for you to one, get a step-by-step -step weight loss plan that's really just personalized for you. So I'm going to walk you through how to make your own personal plan. Um, and we're going to do that together in this workshop. And then also I'm going to coach you through some of the things that we kind of talked about tonight, some of the thoughts um, that come up that uh, make you want to stay in those old habits, maybe some of the negative self-talk that you may be having around some of the past issues um, uh, that you may have need to move forward from to be able to lose the weight, uh, some of the deep-rooted beliefs that you are holding on to that are stopping you from losing the weight. And so you're going to have an opportunity to get coached around some of those things. And also I'm going to uh, show you how to do it yourself so that once the workshop is over and those things come up for you, you're still able to move forward in your weight loss journey. Because I guarantee if you've been trying to lose weight before um, for any length of time, you've already been given a plan. You've already tried programs before. You've tried diets, but you just weren't able to stick with them in order for you to lose the weight and hit your goal and then continue to stick with those things in order to keep the weight off. So there's something going on with, with your thoughts, your beliefs, um, your self-talk. There's something else going on there that really doesn't have anything to do with the plan. And so you're going to have an opportunity to get coached around those things as well as know, learn how to um, coach yourself to be able to move forward from those uh, going forward. And so you're going to be able to in this year, I'm really learning how to work through those things so you can really crush it in 2024 and and get through your weight loss goal and hit your weight loss goal. All right. So that is the work. Uh, excuse me. Weight loss like a boss workshop. You can go to MalaykaBurley.com slash boss 
to sign up for that. I will put the link in the description when I'm done here as well. And it's only $27. And so that is a fraction of what it costs to get coached by me. And so this is my way of really um, trying to give back and, and really like wanting to help those that want to get help but just don't have the opportunity to get coaching with me and so this is a way for you to be able to do that at a, a really small investment so it's only 27 bucks it's malaykaburley.com slash boss you can sign up for that workshop like i said if you can't make it on there with us tomorrow and saturday there will be recordings um, for you to watch that as well and by the way, if you don't know me, my name is Malika Burley and I am a weight loss mindset coach and mentor. I am on a personal weight loss journey as well. At this point, I have lost over 80 pounds and have kept it off, which is really the most important thing for me because I haven't been able to do that in the past. I struggled just like you maybe right now. Um, with all the things and trying to figure out what is going on. Why can't I stick to this? And so um, I too, am on a personal weight loss journey. Um, like I said, I've uh, lost 80 pounds at this point. And so I really like to use what has helped me to help my clients so that they can move forward and lose the weight and keep it off as well. And this is weight loss, wellness, and the word where I get to combine what I do in business with my faith. It's my two favorite things. And we smash them together on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. for weight loss, wellness, and the word. And I hope that you will come back and join us next Thursday. All right, let's pray and then we will be done here. All right, Father God, thank you so much for this day. Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity that I get to serve your daughters in this way. Lord, thank you for turning what was just really not a great season for me in my life into something beautiful and that I can use as a message and to glorify you and to help pull your daughters out of the mud. And Father God, for those of us that have been dealing with the sin of gluttony, Lord, we repent right now for the sin of gluttony. And Lord, we ask for your forgiveness for submitting ourselves to that sin, for submitting ourselves to the enemy, Lord. And we thank you that we are washed clean by your blood. We thank you that we are free and can walk out that freedom from that sin, Lord, starting right now and moving forward. And Lord, we are just asking Holy Spirit to prick us and remind us when uh, situations come up, maybe where we are stressed, we are emotional, we are brokenhearted, and we are wanting to turn to sweets. We're wanting to turn to junk food or something else to try to fulfill us in those moments that you remind us to turn to the Lord. And we are able to sit and process through those feelings with God and leave those at his feet and let him give us joy for our mourning. Let him give us um, joy for the sadness that we're feeling in those moments, Father God, and know that the food is not going to fulfill us, that our fulfillment only comes from you. And so Holy Spirit, remind us of that in those moments and help us help to remind us that there's something bigger going on uh, here. And so when we don't want to get up and move our bodies the way we need to move that um, that's really that that could be something so simple as the enemy just trying to hold us back from from living healthy lives, from walking out that freedom from um, gluttony, from uh, not 
being a productive as you would have us to be and not walking out the callings that you have for us to walk out because as silly as it may seem our weight loss could really be tied to some of the callings that you have for us to do and so father god um Holy Spirit, remind us of those things in that moment and give us a vision of what you have for us and what's to come and let that be motivation for us to move forward to get the weight off that we need to get off and also for us to live healthy lives that you have for us to live because when we're walking out those callings, we want to be able to have the energy to do that. We want to be as healthy as possible so that we can um, do what we need to do and healthy bodies and not feeling the pain, not feeling disease when we're trying to do what you've put us here to do, Father God. So Lord, thank you for the freedom that we have in you. Thank you that you are a for forgiving and loving Father God. And thank you, Jesus, for dying for our sins and washing us with your blood. So like I mentioned, that we can walk out the freedom and move forward and drop those weights that we have. It's not just the physical weight, but the weight of it, Father God. Lord, we leave those at your feet. Open our eyes to who we truly are in you so that we can live that out and we can be free from the bondage of this weight and the bondage of the weight of it. Lord, we thank you and we love you in Jesus name. Amen. 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 You all have an amazing night and I will see you back here next Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern for weight loss, wellness, and the word. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. If you got any value out of this or something really resonated with you, can you do me a favor and leave a review? It helps others find the show so that it could help them too. Also, I'd love to connect with you on other platforms. I'm Malika Burley on IG and YouTube. And go grab my free workshop at malaykaburley.com. Of course, all of those links are in the show notes. Thanks again and have a blessed day.